Broadcasting from Cincinnati. You're listening to the Ringside Reporter Podcast. All the news from the world of boxing right here. Well, I'm talking to you the way I want to talk to you. Now, here's your host, Eric Lorda. And we are live. Welcome to the Ringside Reporter Show, where we talk about the latest boxing news. If it's related to boxing, we'll talk about it here. My name is Eric Lorton. I'm here with my co-host, Joe Habib. From Boston. And we have a great show for you today. And if you want to call in and ask some questions, 323-870-3857 is the number of your call. We'll be here until about 8, 815 tonight. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, Notorious VC said the Royal Rumble's in this year. Uh, BB wants to know who you're picking for the Rumble, huh? How about that, the Royal Rumble. I'm picking your sister. It's just his ass. <laughs> you got that? <laughs> What's the matter with you? Get it together over what, there. What are you guys doing over there in Boston, man? What are, what are you fucking, doing? I'm just prepared for this snowstorm tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> That's very detailed, you know? Is your weatherman usually that accurate? I mean... Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> if it's, if it's, if it's, does it start snowing at 2 p.m., I'm going to freaking call my congressman. <laughs> call your congressman. <laughs> fucking fake, these fucking fake weathermen. The fake, the fake news weatherman, you know. Fake news weatherman. <laughs> fucking Royal Rumble. Unbelievable. That's your Royal Rumble right here, baby. <laughs> All right, so tonight we're going to talk about Canelo Alvarez. He's looking to face Billy Joe Saunders in May. So he may be looking over uh, Avenue Yildrum, I don't know. Uh, and also, too, Raiz the Beast Aleem, the new... WBA champion. I don't care if he's interim, he's champion, son. He's going to be with us uh, in about 15, 20 minutes or so. But first, we're going to get started with PBC on Fox, Beeb. Caleb Plant versus Caleb Truax for the IBF Super Middleweight Championship. Caleb Plant wins a lopsided unanimous decision over Caleb Truax by the scores of 120-108 on all three cards. I mean, this is about as one-sided as you get. Uh, Plant dominated every minute of every round here. Uh, you know, that stated he actually broke his hand earlier in the fight, from what I understand, it was in the first four rounds. Um, at least he claimed he, he said he broke his hand. I mean, I believe him. I don't need to see x-rays. He said he broke it. He broke it. Um, listen, man, Plant looked really good in this fight, I thought. I thought he looked really good. But I think that everybody that was watching this, and as much hype that went behind this fight, want to get him into Canelo sweepstakes and everything like that, I think that they were expecting a finish, especially against a guy like Truax. Uh, that's kind of why Truax was there. But, uh, you know, if he if he hurt his hand, he hurt his hand. And, you know, that's, you know, listen, it's, it's tough to get a guy out there with, get a guy out of there with both hands, let alone one hand. Um, he looked good. He, he looked good. I mean, he looked solid. The guy couldn't hit him, couldn't lay hands on him. Uh, I, I don't know if I see him beating Canelo. And and furthermore, I think I don't know if he's a good fighter. I think it's a good match. Is it a match people want to see? That I don't know. Um, B, what was your takeaway here? I mean, he won, like I said, I mean, he did everything he should have done. I mean, he looked good. He dominated the fight. If he broke his hand, he broke. I mean, he said he broke his hand, so he broke his hand, whatever, and he couldn't get him out of there. Either way, his hand was compromised. But were you, I mean, you were expecting a knockout, no? I was expecting a knockout. I was expecting a finish, well, a good well, finish. 
I don't know if you watched the video I did earlier today about this, but um, I, I never watch any of your videos, be by you know, it's your loss. But anyways, um, <laughs> the, the, it's it's hard for me to criticize a guy who won every second and every minute right? of every every round, but I'm gonna be petty Roosevelt here, and I'm gonna <laughs> and I'm gonna critique the fight. And Eddie Roosevelt. <laughs> let's 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 be honest. When we watched that fight last night, we really weren't watching Caleb Plant versus Caleb Truax. We were watching Caleb Plant versus Canelo Alvarez virtually in our minds. We were we were looking at his performance last night and gauging what he did last night to see how he would do against Canelo Alvarez. And um the problem I have with Caleb Plant is I don't like how he gets complacent in there. He coasts. To me, it seems like he just does just enough to win these rounds. He's fighting guys that he's levels above in terms of hand speed, foot speed, uh, skill-wise. He's got every advantage over these guys that he's fighting. He hasn't really fought an athletic, um, explosive, gifted guy yet. Uh, Uskataki is the biggest name on his, on his resume, and I, I thought Uskataki won five rounds in that fight. I mean, he did get knocked down twice, two flash knockdowns, but uh, he came on strong at the end. And um, yeah, I just don't like, I just don't like how Caleb Plant has this style. Like he always tries to suck the guy in, so it's like he lets guys come in, and he has a little bit too much confidence in his defense, his upper body movement. And um, he just doesn't know how to f- really grab a guy on the inside. He has kind of like a weak clinch. He, when he grabs guys, he grabs them uh, like up underneath their arms, and then he and then he wraps his arms around and then tucks them down instead of coming over the top and grabbing them. And you know, I I, I thought that he didn't give Truax anything to worry about coming in, so he doesn't really give these guys uh, anything to worry about coming in. He allows these guys to pressure him, pressure him, pressure him. And, you know, he has success with the counterpunching. But I'm looking at this style and I'm seeing how he still, you know, he still got hit with some right hands last night because he got a little too complacent. He, he allowed Truax to come in because he just felt as though, you know what, I can let this guy come in and I'm just going to slip and slip and slide and, and dip and duck under everything and catch and shoot or whatever. He may land one, but I'm going to land four to his one. But what happens if you're in there with a guy who's really skilled on the inside, like a David Benavides, like a Canelo Alvarez? You have a guy like uh, Chris Eubank Jr. who's very explosive. These are the guys that can turn the fight around with one punch. They can hurt you with one punch and, and, and have a fight-changing effect with one punch. So – I, I don't like how he just allows the guy to walk in. He has that that, that style where I'm just going to keep sucking this guy into traps. He's constantly like fights off the back foot. He's got no front foot game. Like he, he doesn't sit down on his on his punches. Uh, he, you know he's just pot shotting the guys from the outside. He's really not stepping forward at all. He's really not bending at the knees. He's really not turning into these shots. Um, and I, I think he has a, a, a you know a weak clinch on the inside. And like I said does just enough to win these rounds. And then and then when he feels as though he's got enough rounds in the bank, what's he do? He coasts like the second half of the fight. And that's when he started getting hit by the right the right hands but from Truax. 
Truax started hitting him with some decent shots. And then if you watch the Uzgataki fight, same thing. Uzgataki won the last four rounds of that fight. Came on at the end of that fight for sure. Yeah. So he just has this, this, <laughs> this, this attitude about him. Once again, I don't think he has that killer instinct. And I also mentioned as well, too, like, you know, Sugar Ray Leonard had a saying, and I, and I repeat this quite often. He said, he goes, he goes, every, there's going to be a time in a fight where you have to just sit down and you got to, um, grit your teeth and you got to plant your feet in that canvas and you got to fight. Yeah. You, gotta, you, you know, you, you can't move the whole fight. And to me, Caleb Plant is, is kind of like a finesse type guy, you, you know, I think he's going to have problems with the really skilled, tough inside fighter. And even in the Uskataki fight, he looked very uncomfortable when Uskataki was pressuring him. And I just don't like the fact that he just doesn't he doesn't clinch properly on the inside. He grabs uh, like up underneath. So in other words, you know you, you do jujitsu, right? Mm-hmm. When, you, when you get a guy in a hold, right, your hands and your forearms have to be on top of that guy's hands and forearms. In other words. To gain control, to get to gain the upper hand, you have to put your your you have to be when you're going for a for a clinch, you your hands and arms got to be on top of his. That's how you gain leverage. If you're doing a choke, you have to your arms and hands got to be above that guy. In other words, you can't go, you can't go underneath and, and grab the guy underneath and then and then try to you know tuck his arms underneath your arms and and you you can't control a guy like that. And well, if you notice. What happens is, what happens is when you're, when you're actually, to, to, to actually control somebody, you go underneath. They call it a clinch, and you kind of pummel underneath his arms. And that way, when you have his body, his arms are above you, yours arms are under him, and then you can push him where you want to go. Now, when you get down, that's when you want to control his arms and everything like that. Because when you, when you're standing up doing that, though, and you're grabbing a guy. Right, right. How do you maneuver a guy? Isn't it? Ad, more advantageous. Like when you see guys lock up, mm-hmm. the, the guys try to go over the top of each other and grab, and then and then tuck the arms like that, don't they? Yeah. Let me. Uh, I tell you what. We let me. Let's hold the thought. Let's hold the thought because we have the champ. The champ is here. Right. What's up, what's up, what's up? The beast. The beast, son. Now listen. I don't want to like you know listen man, I you got I, I don't want to say I, I don't want to say you know hey it was it was our show that kind of put you over the top I'm just saying that you came on our show and two fights later you got a belt I'm just I, I don't know I don't know maybe the luck of the thing I don't know I'm just saying it was good luck it was great luck exactly. man it was awesome it was an o- man it was an o- it was an omen you exactly hey. Hey, I'm gonna get another belt too. Y'all just good luck. That's right. That's that, see, you gotta <laughs> keep coming back. See, you keep coming back. You keep getting belts. That's how we work here. <laughs> you demolished that guy. Uh, I mean, and that was a tough guy. Vic Pasias was a very tough guy, and they were talking him up. And I, I, I don't know if you saw the broadcast or not. I know you watch the fight probably a bunch of times, but on the broadcast they were talking Pasias up. They were, you know, and he was a good fighter, and. You made him look ordinary. I got to be honest. I mean, you took this guy who we know was a good fighter. He's undefeated, 16-0. and You were 17-0 and and just schooled him. I mean, at no point in that fight was he in control. And I think that, that for me, was the telltale sign. That at, at no point was he ever in control of that fight. Talk to me about it for a little bit. 
I mean, uh, so I've just been reflecting on the fight. I don't watch, like, after I fight, I don't watch my fights right away, yeah. you know, so I haven't even seen the fight yet. You know, I'm just, uh, I'm still uh, reflecting on it, just thinking about things, how I can get better and stuff like that. But uh, in the moment, you know, like everybody's telling me that I dominated. Uh, in the moment, I didn't feel like I was dominating. I knew I had the upper hand, but uh, I just wanted to kind of stay the course. Uh, and like you said, uh, he's, he's a great fighter, uh, warrior. He showed up. He brought his A game. I brought my A game and, and I dominated. Uh, I'm, I'm just glad I was able to execute everything I wanted to do. And uh, it, it worked out. I think it was after the second knockdown. I think it was in the sixth round, if I'm not mistaken. I know you knocked him down in the, uh, the second and the sixth. I know it was four times. And I believe it was in the sixth round. It's almost like you just saw the steam go out of him. You know, after that second <laughs> knockdown, that, and not that he didn't not that he didn't keep trying, but I think it, it kind of set in that, like, I'm in trouble here. You know, I think for him it kind of set in that, yeah, that first knockdown you could have said was a, a flash or whatever the case may be. I didn't think it was, but you, you could say that. The second knockdown, when he got knocked down twice, that that's no accident, man. You know, and when right. he, you could see, you could almost see it go. You know, you could almost see it like, I'm. you know, I, when I was looking at him, his body language just changed. You know, well, uh, you know, after the uh, the first knockdown, you know, I just started to smell blood, you know, and I knew I could hurt him. Uh, I was doing great body work and he was he was grunting, you know, just uh, his expressions and everything. You know, that that's probably the first time I um, fought a guy to where I uh, physically could like see the effects right in front of me, you know, that much from from a top guy. You know, it's like at this level, you got to be able to disguise it, you know, so I knew I was hurting him. I knew he could feel my power. And I took advantage of it. Yeah, it was, I mean, just uh, a masterful. I mean, it really was. I mean, I, I texted Mario after the fight. I said, that was insane. I said, that was incredible, man. And he said, uh, you know, star is born tonight, man. That's for sure. Yeah, well, you know, when I fought in August, you know, I fought another uh, uh, top-level guy, you know, a, a tough fight. But I, I didn't perform the way that I wanted to perform. Everybody was giving me a lot of praise. But like I said after the uh, fight, I'm a better fighter than what I portrayed, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, that kind of stuck with me, and I wanted to, uh, I didn't want to win a close fight. I wanted to put an explanation point on my performance along with the win, and and, and I did that, you know, and I'm going to keep that same energy uh, going into my next fight. It, it, it's all about growth, and I'm, uh, there's still a lot more work to be done. Did, did you, did you think that you were going to stop him going into the fight? Did you have that in the back of your mind that I'm going to stop this this guy because this guy's never been stopped before. He's a tough, rugged guy. He's durable, um, very skillful fighter. Was that in your mind? Hey, I got it. Like, because you wanted to steal the show. I mean, you were right underneath, uh, you know, Stephen Fulton. You wanted to steal the show. As you said, you wanted to put an exclamation point on that. But how much were you thinking about that, Nago? Did you did you feel that was that was going to happen for you? Well, um. I, I want to knock everybody out. Any, anybody I step in the ring with, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stop. Uh, sometimes uh, I just kind of let it come. I didn't think that uh, he could outwork me for 12 rounds, you know. So going into it, like, I know I'm in good condition to go 12 strong, hard rounds. I just didn't believe that uh, that he could, you know. So I figured one way or another, I would either knock him out or I would just overwhelm him. Uh, that was the goal. I was, but you know, as the rounds kept going, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a warrior. He kept, he kept getting up, you know, I gave him some opportunities that I probably shouldn't have and he hung around until the 11th, but 
I mean, I'm just glad I stopped them. <laughs> you know, another another question I wanted to ask you too, because because of your martial arts background, I notice you you have some unorthodox moves in there, like that hook that you landed in that 11th round that knocked him down. It almost looked like the like a Wing Chun punch because you had your arm out here. <laughs> We're talking about that, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, you had your arm out here. You know, how most guys will kind of torque their shoulder and 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 turn turn their body. You you basically had the levers from your shoulder to your elbow, and you basically threw that like a Wing Chun punch. Like, you know, in Wing Chun, they, they throw their punch from the elbow, and you threw yeah. that look like you just, like, threw it from your elbow, and it was just so short. You still turned in with your hip, obviously, but you but you launched it from your elbow, and it's hard for a guy to see that because he's looking straight ahead. He's not, you know, he's looking at your silhouette there, your upper body, and a lot of times you can see when the hook's coming because you can see the guy's shoulder twerk back a little bit. Right. But you just threw that right from your elbow. How much of an influence, if any, does your martial arts background have in your boxing style? And does any of that carry over? Uh, I, I believe it does. You know, uh, th- that's that's definitely helped me uh, get to this level. Uh, it adds another uh, like dimension to my, my my fighting style and everything. Another dynamic, I guess. You know, instead of being one dimensional, you know, uh, I'm, I'm diverse. You know, to be able to do that and to be able to stop somebody while doing it. You know, not being sloppy and getting caught or getting knocked out from doing it. You know, so uh, oh, it's a uh, it's paid off big time. Uh, it's fast feet, uh, fast hands. I'm really good on my feet. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's definitely paid off for sure. Okay, that's what I notice is your footwork. When I when I see that, you kind of notice it in his footwork, the martial arts background. You know, just the way he moves and everything like that. You could tell. You know, because a lot some of it looks unorthodox to us. It's probably not unorthodox to him. But it looks unorthodox to us, you know, and uh, it's like it's like with his feet, he, he creeps up on guys, you know what I mean? Like he has that little creep, you know, that little, that little creep thing. Like he doesn't just jump in; he kind of creeps and then he jumps, you know what I mean? Right. A little stuff. Yeah, I, I think I surprised a lot of people with like my first and second step. You know how, yeah. how fast yep. I can uh, yeah. cut the distance and get out the way. Yeah, yeah. He's so quick too, man. I mean, just quick. A guy, and he. I said, you know, after that fight, I said, you know. This guy, when we were reviewing that fight, I said, this guy is a problem for anybody. Anybody. I mean, in either, in, you know, you go up a division, you go down a division, you stay in his division, he's a problem. Just by the it. way he fights, is, is the power you got, you know, to get a guy out of there like that, I mean, you know, at your weight class, yeah, yeah, yeah you got some, you yeah. got some pop, man, you for get, sure. You know, we, you know, I, 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 I've always heard guys saying it in the gym. Oh man, yeah, you can hit this, this, and that. And like, I, I know that I have the elite power, but it's like you have to be able to stop the elite guys. You know, yeah. the guys at the top. You know, when you can do that, then you know you can say you're a real threat. Did you yeah. get your belt yet? Where's your belt at? Oh yeah, I got, I got, I got the belt right here. Well, put it on camera. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me grab it. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. There we go. Oh wow! Look at that, shiny nice and everything, shiny. boy. Look at that. Yeah. You know, another another Man. question I have for you. Another question. You do every interview right there with the belt on your shoulder. Yeah. Every interview. Oh right yeah. There. Oh yeah. That's how hey, well, you know, I've been slept with it for about two days. You know, right by my side. So. <laughs> <laughs> another question I have for you is, uh, you know, you you and Stephen Fulton are the are the two guys that everyone had. Everyone's, you know, has their eyes on right now. You're the two guys everyone has their eyes on right now. You guys are the, are the new, the two fresh faces, two up and coming guys. But I think 
both you guys are excellent fighters. Both, I think both you guys are, are, are very athletic. You're, you're, you're very, uh, quick, quick of, uh, quick of feet and quick of hands. You're very, you both have very dynamic styles, but I think one thing that separates you from him is your punching power. Do you see that as a definitive difference between yourself and, and, and Fulton? And, and you think that would be a huge advantage for you going into that fight? If, if it was, yeah, time. yeah. I, I'd say my my uh my power, but also my uh like you know when I get in there, I want to hurt you. You know, I'm, I'm trying to hurt you. I'm trying to break you down. You know, so like uh I'm 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 just trying to get you out of there. Fulton, he might try to uh just box you. You know, or yeah. he, you know, so like uh, my intention is to hurt you. I, so uh, killer instinct, Fulton, killer instinct. Right, right. Uh, you know, we're we're both uh very athletic. You know, uh, he has an extremely high boxing IQ, uh, and, and so do I, you know, so it would make for a great fight, but I think, uh, my power separates me and, uh, the way that I fight, you know, I, 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 even if I'm trying to box you, I'm still trying to stop you. I see both, I see Fulton just trying to box you just to, just to win, I guess, you know, you know, he's just trying to box the win. I'm trying to box the win, but I'm also trying to box to knock you out. Yeah, because I, I was on a, a podcast earlier in the week, uh, Hispanics Cause and Panic, shout out to Hispanics Cause and Panic, and we were talking about, you know, the 122-pound division, and the fight that we, we a question was passed around, what fight do you want to see the most? And it, everyone was saying, Aline versus uh, Fulton. I mean, a lot of people are talking about that fight, and I think you guys got a lot of momentum off that card. Um, I, I think that... Uh, the whole car from top to bottom was was good. It was entertaining, and um, I think you guys did your job perfectly. Um, do you think that though your your performance you kind of you kind of outshined them a little bit? You stole the show, or does that even matter? I'm not trying to well, I'm not trying to start beef or anything. Well, maybe I am, but <laughs> <laughs> do you think do you think you stole the show the way you ended your fight emphatically? He still had a great performance. Don't get me wrong, but you you closed the deal, and he didn't. I mean, yeah, uh, 100%. I feel like I stole the show, but, you know, I can sit here all day, jump up and down and say that, but what I've been hearing from everybody else, that's what they've been telling me. You know, everybody else has been telling me that I, I stole the show, I was yeah. the fighter of the night. That's every time I'm on these cards, every time, you know, and I'm thankful to be a part of Showtime, uh, shout out to them, but every time I fought on that stage and everything, people's told me I was the fighter of the night. I was the fighter of the night, yeah. you know, so, uh, yeah, I, I think I stole the show for sure. You know, he put on a spectacular performance also. So, yeah. I mean, like you said, from top to bottom, it was just a great show. Do you do you think he's going to try to avoid you, or do you think he's going to actually fight you? Because he seems to be a little bit dismissive of you right now. And to me, that that seems like it's the fight to make, man. Seems like it's That's an easy a, fight to make. It should be an easy fight to right. make. But to me, he doesn't seem too enthusiastic about it. You seem enthusiastic about it. I wouldn't it, be enthusiastic he, about it if I were him either. But but, but he he doesn't. What do you think is going through his mind right now when people ask him, well, don't don't you want to fight Aline? Why is he so dismissive of you right now, in your opinion? Uh, I, I have I have no idea. I mean, like, uh, it's news to me. Like, I didn't know he was dismissive. I You know, I'm willing and ready to fight any of the current world champions, whether it's uh, Stephen Fulton, Figueroa, Louis Neary, you know, Akhmedalia. So, it really doesn't matter to me. Uh, the fight can be made on my end, so it's all about it's all about them, what they're trying to yeah. do. You know, if he wants to come to the table, boom, we can make it happen. If uh, any other any other fighter, 
that has a, a world title, like we can make it happen. I I didn't know he was being dismissive. Uh, at, at the end of the day, um, people's always overlooked me and like, you know, they don't really believe in me, you know, and that's cool. I'm just making them believers. So, so that's so, the best thing about flying under the radar. So it doesn't matter to you. So it doesn't matter to you which one of those guys you fight. You just you just want to get in there with all of them. It doesn't matter the order. Well, I mean, the ultimate goal is a uh, unification, you know. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't really matter which one of them comes first, as long as I get them all. Okay. Logically, though, I mean, in a realistic sense, though, who you know? Because I don't know if anybody's talked to you about your next fight or. Who who is going to be next for you? Will it be a defense or will it be a a unification or what will it be? Well, um, I'm hoping. Oh, well, I think Figueroa may be the uh, mandatory. Uh, I think Figueroa may be the mandatory. Uh, so I, I would love that fight. Um, I, I'm not sure yet. You know, I got to get with my people. I got to see what's up and uh, what's going on because I want to get back in there probably by June and uh, make it happen. So, yeah, okay, so explain this to me, and maybe you have a better insight because you, you, at least you have one of, one of the belts here. What is an interim champ? Because they labeled you an interim champ. They labeled Figueroa the, the, the champ, or what, is that, what does all that mean? You know what? You got you to gotta, you gotta let me know. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm a hey, – To me, if you got a belt, you're the champ. I don't know, man. I, you know. Yeah, I mean it's kind of it's, it's kind of complicated because you know different sanctioned bodies and this this and that. All the main thing is like Akmadalia has the super belt, you know that. So all the other belts is cool. Like this belt, like it, it's amazing. But uh, you know, I, I want the super belt and I, I want unification. So it's like, hey, that's all I can really say about it. I'm just trying to unify. I got one, and uh, I gotta you know keep on Adam on the collection. Right. Yeah, we gotta get some more on here, man. <laughs> sure. Jeez. So, what did you do? What, when, you know, when you were announced champion, and when you won the champion, what's the first thing you did after that? Because you you sacrificed. A lot of people don't know you sacrificed quite a bit to get to this point. You moved from Michigan to Las Vegas. Didn't know a soul out there. I mean, had no family, <laughs> no friends, no didn't know anybody, and just said, you know what, this is where I need to be. And now you're the champion. What was the first thing you did? Well, the first thing I did was uh, book a ticket to uh, to Florida because uh, my, my daughter lives in Florida now, oh, you know. Wow. So it's like I made the ultimate sacrifice, you know, uh, yeah. moving away from her to pursue this so I can provide a better future for myself and her. Right. You know, so uh, I wanted to wait until after I got the win to really, you know, book the trip and figure some things out and everything. So, yeah, I already got the uh, trip booked and uh, I'm going to spend some time with her. Wow, that, that was like the first thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I bet that that's got to feel great, man. That's got to feel great. Yeah, no, it, it does. It feels amazing. Like you know, uh, everything's coming together. Everything that I've foreseen, you know, I've foreseen this moment. You know, so uh, just making it happen feels uh, it feels pretty amazing. Man, well, I tell you what, when you win your next belt, man, don't forget, you know, we're here, we're the little guy, so you know, you got to come back on and and you know, show off the belts and everything like that, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Hey, y'all giving me good luck, you know what I'm saying? So right. it don't matter who I fight, I'm a, I'm gonna get that win. <laughs> when, when do you think the next fight's gonna be? Or are you just waiting on waiting on the call? Well, I'm, I'm kind of waiting on the call, but I'm hoping June. I'm hoping by June, you know, uh, it's not a super long layoff. I can get the fans what they want, and uh, hopefully it's a, it's a big fight.
We're hoping for a big yeah. name. Yeah, for sure. Yes, sir. No That's what we want. Right. Full speed ahead, zero to 100 real quick. That's right. The exactly. beast. Exactly. Raiz Ali, oh, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, real quick. Do you have like a social media or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Raiselene Boxing. Okay. Uh, you know, after I fought in August, I was low key on social media because I knew something big was coming, and I just didn't right. want any distraction. Yeah. You know, so in the coming days and weeks, I'm gonna be more active and posting videos. Good deal. Good yeah. deal. Yeah. All right, at Raiselene Boxing on Instagram. All right, Raiz, man, thank you so much. Congratulations, and uh, we will talk to you soon, man. Thank you so much. All right, for sure. Thank you, guys. All right, man. Take, take care, man. That is awesome, right. man. So, getting getting back to what I was saying yes. about the uh, the other thing. So, I, I guess in boxing, if you go underneath, the guy can slide his hands out and and still punch. Yeah, that's why I think in boxing, that's why in up, boxing you tie up over the top. It, you yeah, to keep so, him from punching, right? Is, is that is that correct, me saying that? Yeah, it is. In wrestling or in, like, a jiu-jitsu, you want to do okay. have underhooks, what okay. they call underhooks. And when you have underhooks, he can still hit and everything like that, but you yes. lose control, you know, because you can lift yeah. him up and walk so, him to wherever you want to go. So I'm watching him clinch, and, like, Paulie Malignaggi says, accept the clinch. And to me, I think there's a big difference between clinching and holding. Clinching is, is basically – to gain control over your opponent, control him, grab him so you can maneuver him and, and not allow him to punch you. Yeah. Sometimes guys hold in desperation because they have they're running out of ideas. The guy just comes in there and they just they grab like that. And I noticed last night that's what he does when they when 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 like when Truax gone inside, he would grab him up underneath, and Truax was was able to pull his hands free. He just wasn't quick enough to do you know to really do enough damage. He, you know, he clinches a Canelo like that or a David Benavides like that, where they can slide one hand out. Yeah, he's, he's gonna. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I you know, he won the he he won the, the fight. But again, you know, when we're watching him fight, we're we're, we're envisioning him against someone else. Right. We we already know he's gonna beat Truax. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the whole thing about the hand. I, I just got to be honest about that. Now, oh, he's a friend of the show. What's the matter right. with you? That's fine, but we we still have to be give our friends tough love every now and then. Oh, and we got to and we got to be objective. On. We can't we we, we we can be biased, but we still got to oh, be objective. Stop it, Beeb. Come on, Eric. All right, so he goes like this. Well, I I think I broke my hand. <laughs> Somewhere in between the fourth and the fifth, uh, the, the first and the, the first fifth third round. of the fight, or something like that. Okay, I broke my rib. I broke my rib before. Um, I thought I broke my wrist, and but it actually ended up being like a the t- tendonitis. When you when you feel that sharp, stabbing, acute pain go through your body, you know what did it, you know, how it happened, and when it happened. There's no okay. I think I broke it. First of all, so you know when you you break your hand, you know you when when you broke your hand, and you know what you did to break your hand because you're gonna feel that sharp pain. Like yeah. when I broke my rib, the kid, the guy hit me in the rib. I felt like friggin' a stiletto would stab me right in the friggin' right 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 in the ribs, right in the friggin' gut. I felt it. That's number one. Then number two, after the fight when they're interviewing him, he's sitting there going like this with his fingers, moving his hands like this, clutching his hands together. He's got a broken hand. 
you're, you're holding your hand like this. You're not moving it. So, again, you didn't knock the guy out because you, you couldn't. Not because you, you, you injured your hand. But Floyd always know. said, yeah, Floyd always said, like, he always seemed to know. Him and, like, Pernell Whitaker always seemed to know. Everybody like, knows. When they you broke feel, it, you know. You know when you break your hand. You Like, when, when Floyd used to have hand problems, it's not probably Malaj, you ever hurt his hand after a fight. He would hold his hand, like, cradle it like this and not move it. You can't, you can't move your fingers when you break your hand, Eric. You can't, you can't, like he's sitting there being interviewed and he, and then he cra- grabs his hands together and he holds his hands like this, like together, like this. Right. Down by his waist. You can't do that with a broken hand. So, he didn't break his hand. <laughs> he didn't break his hand. I mean, I'm sorry. He just didn't break his hand. It's just, I'm well, sorry. He know, didn't do it. And I think, you know, that's kind of like, our job, and I think you hit hit the nail on the head there. It, it, you know, when we look at it, we say it's it's hard to be critical when he won every round. I get that, but you have to be critical because, in, in the same sense, we're critical with Canelo, we're critical with Benavides, we're critical with uh, Billy Joe Saunders because now you're at that elite level. One hundred percent, you you level now. Everybody can fight. Everybody can fight. Based on what I saw last night. Canelo stops him within seven or eight rounds. I don't even think it's competitive. Him, him. I don't. I don't know if he stops him that early, but I think. I, no. I think it might look a lot like the Canelo and. Uh, worse. The last one he just had. Yeah. Worse. Worse. Callum Smith. Yeah. Mundo. Smith. Worse. It's gonna look worse. Yeah. Look worse. It's. I, you know. You does he have the other thing? I was thinking about this. Truax kept coming forward throughout the fight. Now, he wasn't really being effective when he was coming forward. He was being somewhat effective because he just didn't have the hand speed to be able to put two or three together. Yeah. And he, and he didn't have the punching power to make that one punch count. Right. Go back and watch that fight. He was leaning that overhand right. What if you do? I mean, like, if you're if you're Caleb Plant, does he have enough power to keep Canelo off him? That's what I would worry about. Yeah, he, he he's not physically strong. He doesn't know how to clinch on the inside either. He's not physically strong enough. Yeah. He just does, he's a back foot counter punch fighter. I mean, That's all he is. Canelo's a strong guy. Canelo's going to destroy him. This weight, he is really, really strong. Fight's know? not competitive. Why do you think it didn't happen? Again, they're well, not going to fight. They're I, not going to fight Canelo right away. They're going to. This is the PBC playbook. This is what they do. And I, and, I, and and again, I fell for the. I drank the Kool Aid. I fell for the Ogi Doke several times. I've defended all these PBC fighters time and time again, but guess what? There's a pattern here. There's a pattern here. I believe, in my opinion, they're told not to fight these guys and just keep fighting the in-house fights and and, and push them fights off as long as they can. Because first of all, most of the most of the, the the fighters are PBC fighters at 168. So then they, they they put themselves in position to collect all the belts so they can get get leverage over the guy. From across the street, and, and and where did that term come from? Across the street, they started that term, the PBC. Okay, so their whole plan, to me, is to is to wait these guys out, wait till they wait till they like Crawford, for instance. He's thirty four years old. The more the, the 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 longer they wait, the Spence waits to fight Crawford, the better it is for Spence. Sure, oh for sure, right? Just like you know, Canelo with Golovkin too. I mean, longer same thing, waited, yeah. same thing, same thing. Floyd Pacquiao, he waited for Pacquiao to lose to Bradley and get knocked out by Marquez. Boom! I'll, I'll I'm sign me. Fight now. So, and it, and it, and it's the PBC playbook. They all do it. Same thing with Charlo. Charlo, you never. Oh, I'm I, no Golovkin fight, no Canelo fight. 
They're going to wait for these guys to get old. You know what they want? They want Canelo to do all the heavy lifting. They want Canelo to fight all these tough fights, get the miles on the tank. They want him to get, you know, let him get beat up, you know, taking all these tough fights while they're taking their little gimmies over there, right? And then, and then they want, you know, they want to collect all the belts, whatever. Spence is going to get all the belts. And then when he sits down with Crawford, he's going to lowball him. He's going to lowball him. What I read from Caleb Plant, he said his manager, I think it was his manager, said that they would, they, if they would have accepted the Canelo fight, it would have been four weeks. I think they said four weeks. Five. Already, five four or five, five. Yeah, okay. Five weeks. And same five weeks. Same more, five weeks. They wanted more time. They wanted more time to get ready so they would not take the fight. Now, take that same for five. what it's worth, but yeah, that's, that was what they came out and said. Same, the same five weeks that Callum Smith got. And the same five weeks yeah. that Canelo Alvarez got. Well, and you know, the funny thing, it, right, well, that's the other thing, is the same five weeks Canelo Alvarez got. But the funny thing about that is, like, you know, you say, well, look at, look what happened to Callum Smith. Again, though, I, I, you know, he, he only, he had a short training camp. He could have had six months to train for that fight. He but, was not beating that guy. But, but these guys were, were all, were always in the gym anyways, getting ready because they were all waiting on the call. Yeah. For sure. They're everywhere, like, like, again, if you're, if you, I've watched guys go through training camps and the first three weeks of a camp, it's an eight week camp generally. First three weeks, first two to three weeks is conditioning, just getting, getting, getting back into the flow of things. You don't even start sparring to like, to like the, the, the fourth or fifth week in a yeah. camp. So again, conditioning I don't know. Should have been, I mean, conditioning is a big thing. He was probably, you know, he was probably, I mean, he should have been ready conditioning, condition wise, you know, I don't know. I, I I don't think they. I don't think if they had ten weeks, they 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 would have taken the fight. To be honest with you, I, I just think they're going to wait till the very end to fight Canelo. That fight won't happen till probably the end of next year, in my opinion. I don't even know if it happens then because David uh, David Benavides is lurking around there. He's with the PBC as well, and I think there's there might be some pressure to make that fight happen because that's a big fight. It's in house. Nope. He's probably going to fight Andre Durrell next. Then after he fights Andre Durrell next, he's probably going to fight Uzgataki in a rematch. Uh, again, we, I, I just can't, I just, I just can't keep falling for it. I he just definitely can't. needs a signature win, though. I mean, I mean, yeah, he doesn't have. He's it. got a belt now. He's got a belt, all right, uh, and he's a champion. I get that, but he does need a signature win, and he doesn't have that. So he needs like a guy like Benavides, which. Hey, listen, Benavides man, will kill him. That, that ain't will all that easy him. to do. Oh, he'll just Benavides will destroy him. But the you know the advantage that he would have in the Benavides fight is he's active. Benavides not active, and that plays a part. I think that plays a part. Now whether he wins or not, I don't know. Benavides is very very good. Oh well, well, here's the thing. Who did Caleb like? When, when was Callum's Plant's last fight before uh, before this one? I can't remember. So. I mean, these, all these guys have been on long layoffs. You know, Benavides. Sure, yeah. yeah, so Benavides will be getting in there soon. He's he's already he's been, he's been sparring. He's been working out hard. I've been seeing a lot of footage of him working out. Students twelve rounds at a, at a at a time. I mean, I I mean, we have to always be concerned about David David Benavides because of his his, his you know his, his uh, discipline. We always have to question that because he hasn't made weight. You know, with the cocaine situation. So I, I mean, that's. He's always got a be. lot of demons out there. Yeah. I mean, he really he's does. Ca- he's got a lot of caveats. So I mean, he still yeah. he, he still has to prove that he can come in, a, a, you know, in the best possible condition. But either way, I just think David Benavides is just 
He's a good just, fighter. He's, he's I just a think, real good fighter, man. I think I would, he might be the him he's, and he's, Canelo. I think him and Canelo. If David Benavidez yeah. had a good day, but here we are talking about it again. David Benavidez. Remember, we used to talk about Keith Thurman on a good day. If he's on, if if it's Keith Thurman shows yeah. up, like Keith Thurman shows up, he beats Pacquiao yeah. or he beats this guy and yeah. that guy. I, you know, it's tough to talk like that because listen, I like the guys that are consistent. Canelo no, I, shows I get, up, I, you know, you're gonna fight. Yeah, you're you gonna are. have a fight you're on right. your hands, man. Can't question that. No, no. I mean, no like when Floyd fought. Hey, you know he can go 12 rounds, so you better have something to take. You're going to get there's tired, no, you're going to lose. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. No doubt about that. And that's how, you, that's how you see them separated, with you know, with the way they show up. It's that consistency, you know? No, I agree. The rest of this undercard was uh, just kind of okay for me. Uh, Michael Coffey versus Darmani Rock. Whew. Wow, I think it was uh, I think it was on a Milcar on uh, a Milcar's Twitter page or whatever. He had a picture of Darmani Rock, and he was like, "Bruh," <laughs> he looked like me out there in the boxing trunks. I mean, he was just uh, that guy. Did not look like he. I don't know if the, he didn't know he was going to be on TV or what, but uh, yeah, he didn't look like he was in any semblance of shape there. Uh, thank you, D-Style, uh, early on. Thank you so much, man. And also to uh, MEZ Boxes, an example of the PBC playbook. There's rumors of Tank fighting Abner Morris, at least two fight, uh, at least uh, fight Chris Colbert. Uh, Abner hasn't fought in two years. Yeah, yeah, he's right. He's right. Uh, Michael Coffey did knock out Germani Rock in the third round via TKO, uh, won the fight via TKO. Uh, Joey Spencer. Uh, wins via first round TK over Isaiah Selden. This was this was a, a weird kind of fight. Spencer knocked him down uh, in the first round. Isaiah Selden came back and threw about two or three shots and tried to clip him in the back of the head. And the referee took away two points, I guess, for intentional. So I mean, as it stood, it would have been a six four round uh, or a ten a ten six round. Excuse me. But uh, Spencer knocked him down again. Uh, Selden got up, wobbled around, and then protested that the fight was stopped. He just, I mean, it, it wasn't his night, man. Uh, Spencer, anyway, moves to 12-0. <laughs> it wasn't uh, his night. <laughs> and he looks good, man. He continues. That's a guy that continues to get better and better, man. Yes. He, he reminds me, uh, you know, he's just, he's a young kid. and He's, he's a worker. Getting, yeah, he's a, a worker. He's just getting better and better, man. And then Rancis Bartholomew versus Ali Rivera. Bartholomew wins a 10-round uh, decision over uh, Rivera. It was a unanimous decision, 97-93, 99-91, and 100-90. Yeah, uh, not much to say about that fight. Uh, that, was a, that was a tough one to watch. Tough one to watch to me. So, uh, I don't know. On King Vision. Isn't that what it used to be called, King Vision? You remember King Vision back in the day? He used yeah. to call it King Vision pay-per-view or whatever. It was King Vision. I don't know what they called it. So I just said King Vision. I, I don't know. That was what he used to call it. Maybe he calls it, you know, Don O'Mite now. I don't, I don't know what he calls it now. But on King Vision pay-per-view, uh, he put together a card. So here's the deal with this. They didn't even know the card was going to come off. And this was like as soon as like Tuesday of the week. They didn't even know if this card was even going to come off. That's how far Don King has fallen from the echelon, man. <laughs> I mean, like, he used to be the guy, man. And now, uh, yeah. So he put on the WBA Interim Heavyweight Championship, Trevor Bryan versus Bermain Stavern. I didn't watch it because this was on pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, it was it was on pay-per-view, son, yeah. I don't know where on pay-per-view, but it was on there. Maybe some website. It? Huh? 
Where could you buy it? I have no idea. I have no. I, I wasn't I, even. I, that's how interesting. I wasn't even that interested to see how much it was or where you could even buy it. Xvideos.com. Xvideos. I was there all weekend. You couldn't find it there. I, I can vouch for that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trevor Bryan wins via TKO in the eleventh round over Bermain Stavern. Yay. And then now I guess he's going to be a mandatory for Manuel Char, who's the current WBA champion in, in some semblance, I guess. Oh, I guess he's the champion in recess now. He hasn't fought in three years, Beeb. Three. How is he still a champion? Where was he all this time? What's he been doing? I don't know. He's still not fighting. See, what's he, what's he got, a lemonade stand somewhere or something? Yeah, right. I mean, well, I, I, he had to get a day job, no? I mean, he wasn't making that. I mean, he couldn't have been pulling down no, crazy I, jack as the I heavyweight. Thought I, saw him, I thought I saw him at Home Depot the other day, uh, you know, trying to sell wrenches, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he was losing my car up the other day. <laughs> yeah. He put, put some wood on the dolly for me. <laughs> uh, Nacho says he was on. it was on Fight TV for 20 bucks. Figured, figured this kid would know. Did, did Nacho, did you watch it? He probably bought it. I, yeah, I wonder if I, I bet he did. I bet he, I bet he bought it. Twenty bucks that you'll it. never get back. He did. He bought it. He totally bought it, son. Twenty bucks you'll never get back. <laughs> you degenerate. Oh Jesus! You degenerate. Me and got standards, son. Come that on. Rings, the ringside reporter T-shirt I sent you cost more than that pay-per-view. <laughs> Who do you think, incidentally, who do you think gets more uh, gets more pay-per-view buys? The Clarissa Shields pay-per-view or the uh, Trevor Bryant Burbank Stavern pay-per-view? Come on, Eric. Stavern? Stavern and uh, No, the, the, the women's pay-per-view is going to do way better than that. Stop. Can okay. you stop hating on the females, please? I'm not. I'm just saying. I don't, I don't think it's going to do well. I, it's a good idea on pay-per-view. No, you don't want it to do well so you, so you can crack, crack oh, these one-liners. One liners all you need you needed to do bad for your monologue <laughs> sadistic person that you are a sadistic <laughs> well, all right let's go to the schedule here and hopefully I won't botch this uh, like I did last week so last week it, it was brought to my attention that I didn't I, there was a bunch of fights well there was there was one the the, the heavyweight card I didn't even announce. And uh, I looked back. I was like, man, I sure didn't announce that, did I? I didn't even realize it was this weekend. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that you forgot the Caleb Plant fight. Yeah. So uh, what are you going to do? Hey, even I have Sorry. off days, you know? Hey, whatever, man. I mean, that's why, we, that's why we have people in the chat. They're supposed to support right. us. Yeah. Let us, let us know. Let us know. You should have let us know right away. Why would you wait till after the show after to, the leave a con- to leave a comment you on the archive? You missed it, too. So you're supposed to jump in and say... Don't forget about the Caleb plant Caleb Truax fight. I depend on you and you. You're supposed to have a, down. We we gave you guys wrenches in the chat to help us out. Now earn your keep. That's why we give you wrenches. Earn your keep or those wrenches are coming back. Take them back. Just you know what? Take them right back. Just, throw them right back in the back. toolbox. Just take them back. We'll take them right back and throw them right back in the toolbox. It those is, wrenches will come back. Yeah. Shape up in the shape up, you guys. In that's the chat. right. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to, you know, throw your weight around and, uh, yeah, you know. You got to put your foot down sometimes. You got to let them know what the ground rules are. Out that in, is in it. That's it. All right, so the Super Bowl is this weekend. Oh, by the way, uh, just so remind you guys, too, uh, the Super Bowl is next weekend, next Sunday. We'll be coming on at 12 noon next Sunday. 
And then after that, we'll go back to our regular schedule for the rest of the year. It's the way it goes, man. Gotta do it. it Gotta do it, man. You know what's funny? Okay, so this is great. So Lisa, her birthday is on the 21st, so it'll happen to fall on a Sunday this year. And she says, uh, I guess Elena was Elena was talking to her, and she says, well, Daddy will move his show. You know, he'll move the show to, to noon so we can have the birthday or whatever. And she looked at she looked at Elena, she says, he's not moving his show. <laughs> you're moving it for the Super Bowl, but you're not moving it for Lisa. I, I, okay, okay, just so I can clarify this, just so I, I don't move it for me. I move it so you guys, you guys aren't going to come in and tune in. Why, why would you, you know what I mean? You guys want to watch the Super Bowl. We accommodate that. <laughs> Fucking bullshit, honest you are. <laughs> <laughs> All week you're talking, I can't wait to see this football game. Can't wait to see this football game. Get the fuck out of here. for everybody else. I mean, I want you guys to have uh, a good time. I don't mean like, you know, like uh, I'm going to okay. watch. I'm not going to watch it. Okay, okay. You, you, you dug yourself a big enough wall. <laughs> All right, so no fights next weekend. Uh, no fights uh, scheduled anyway. I don't know why they don't have a fight on Saturday. Especially Super with Super Bowl, Bowl weekend. You know, you we, could, should do a su- we should do a Super Bowl preview show next week. We should. We should. We gotta, I got to have Antonio in here. He knows about both teams. So yeah, gonna I'm going to start doing my homework. I know shit about football. All right. I, I know. Well, Brady. I can talk about Brady. Yeah, you can talk about Brady. He's in it. Brady. Brady's back. That's crazy, isn't it? That they, they have a they have a tough one against the Chiefs. The, that that Chiefs team. Yeah, they're really good, right? Crazy defense, crazy deep. But here's the here's the good thing. They're going to be playing in Tampa Bay. That's got to give them a lift. It's got to, right? I mean, that's got to give field a lift. advantage, right? I mean, home field. When do you get home court advantage in the Super Bowl? When does that ever happen? It's happened a couple times, but never in the that's home it? stadium. Never in the home stadium. I remember like Frisco played in Stanford. Uh, against Miami in the Super Bowl, and then uh, there's been a couple teams that have played like in the state or something like that, but, but, but not in the home stadium. No, not in the home stadium. So this is a this is a first. Yeah, it's and, Tampa, big. And, ta- and Tampa's got a beautiful stadium, huh? Oh, it's nice, man. Yeah, that whole place is nice. Georgie said it the best. Eric is self-sacrificing for the people. That's right. It's what I'm doing. It's what I do. And you know what? I'm happy to do it for you. They they appreciate it, Eric. February 13th, uh, we got Joe Smith Jr. Two weeks from now, Joe Smith Jr. versus Maxime Vlasov for the vacant WBO light heavyweight title. I would like to see see Joe Smith get that belt. Oh, I would love to see Joe Smith. I would love to see him get that belt, right? How great is is that? Oh, because Canelo vacated it after he won it. I got you. Yeah. Was it him or was it uh, better be not better be but uh, be Kov- no Kovalev, Kovalev had yeah it. Kovalev yeah Kovalev had it and then Canelo knocked him out that's what it was and then, and then he vacated and moved back down to one sixty eight that's yeah. what it was Richard oh, Comey yeah Richard Comey's also on that undercard too against Jackson uh, Martinez that should be a yeah. squash uh, let's see what else we got here Josh Warrington versus Mauricio Lara, 10 rounds featherweights, and that's for no belt because Warrington yeah. gave it up. That was a bad move. It was a bad move. That was stupid. That was just I don't dumb. Know. I just don't get that, that one. That was just dumb, son. I don't understand that one at all. Nope. No, so now nope. instead of fighting a 12-rounder, now you're fighting a 10-rounder. There yeah, you go. I can't, I can't figure that one out. Uh, let's see here. And then there's a couple other fights, but uh, nothing going to 
tiff about. So, yeah, so that's coming up in a couple weeks. So, uh, yeah, man, some good fights on the horizon. And it's starting to pick up, too. I mean, like, boxing in general is starting to pick up now, too, with, uh, you know, the schedule and everything. And it seems like uh, – so Canelo's going to fight Yildrim. And I know those tickets went on sale, I think, this week. He's going to fight him in Miami, like in that stadium. That's nice. The one thing, I, I don't know, like, how many tickets are going to be sold for that. I, I don't well, know. Well, you got, but, but here's the thing. You're talking about Florida. That governor, Ron DeSantis, he's. It's like the he, Wild West. He's in. He's doing everything yeah. down there, man. He, he's, he's basically has very minimal restrictions there, man. <laughs> well, that's what I think in, like, Georgia, too. I think Georgia's kind of the same way. Yeah, all you them know, red I states. The cities, the cities are a little bit different in Georgia, but all the the whole state, man, I don't care. I mean, we have a Republican governor, but he's he's very very moderate. He's he's a he's a as he's as close to the center as you can get, really. Yeah, he's running a tight ship over here, but even he's not locking it down like Cuomo and the, and the rest of those guys. He's right. He's he's done a pretty good job up here, our governor. But that Ron DeSantis, he's acting like that like there's nothing even going on right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And he's been like that for a while now. So I wouldn't be surprised if they have a decent size. They may not be full capacity, but they'll they'll still have, you know, a substantial amount of attendance, I would imagine. Right. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder, man. Because that's February. That's February. I mean, you know. Yeah. Hopefully people get their shots and can go. But, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know, man. I wouldn't feel comfortable right now in there. No, I wouldn't do it unless I. Well, I've, I've had COVID already, but I don't, I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, well, you're yeah, you're immune to it for a couple months anyway. Yeah, so I don't yeah, know. so you I don't you'd know. be okay, I think. I don't know if I get the set, the other strain, but I heard the other strain's not as bad as this as the I don't know. It's which fine. one? Which one? There's supposed to be this UK strain or some shit like that. Now it's supposed to be not as dangerous, not as deadly, but more contagious. I guess that's the thing. Yeah, what were they saying that after there's another uh, strain from South Africa or something like that that's like oh, supposed God. to be super contagious or something like that? There's like 50 COVIDs out there right now. It's just a done mutated son. It's over. It's like Friday. It's like Friday the 13th, part part 13, uh, part one, two, three, four, five, and six. I mean, it's getting out of control. What was that corny movie we watched the other day, man? Me and Lisa watched a movie. Um, I don't know what it was, but it was just one of the newer movies or whatever, and it's about, like, the COVID thing. It's like COVID-21 or something like that. Oh, for real? Yeah, and then, you know, everybody's, like, locked down and everything. You can't leave your house, and it's like, uh, I don't know. It was it was corny, though. I can't remember. What was the name of that? I can't, man, I can't remember the name of that movie. Um, if you guys know it, uh, tweet it out or whatever, because uh, it was, don't watch it, though. It was boring. It was just, it was, it was just corny. You know, I've uh, watched that Wonder Woman, uh, that that Wonder Woman 1984, oh, whatever. Wow, yeah, she's was right it, now. Well, she it was wasn't no that good. You, you didn't like her, Eric? Please, that movie wasn't really that good, man. That's what I heard. I heard DC can't that, make movies, man. No, they make better animated movies than Marvel, but Marvel makes better cinematic movies. You can't mess with Marvel when it comes to movies, man. They're they're just good. They're, yeah. they're all really good, you know. Yeah, the Iron Man is pretty. I, I don't even like that stuff. Like, I'm not even a big comic book guy or whatever. Oh, but I'm like, a, the, the, the I'm Avengers a nerd. were pretty good. Um, I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. And I tried to watch that Batman or whatever, that Batman versus Superman. I was like, wow, that's gonna be a really good one, you know? And that movie was terrible, son. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of those DC movies get bad reviews. Uh, JC said, "Ocean's Eleven Inches." <laughs> What's wrong with that guy? All right, take it easy. 
<laughs> a den of putas. <laughs> everyone's had a little. Everyone's had a little bit too much coffee in the chat tonight. <laughs> Did you? Uh, Ambitious wants to know if you watched uh, WandaVision. No, I haven't seen is that, that yet. That, it looks kind of corny. Yeah, it looks kind of corny that, though. Is that what is that on? Is that on um, Disney? I think. Oh, that's on HBO Max too, right? That's on HBO, HBO Max, Max too? or Disney one. I think it's got to be on Disney no? Is that on Disney or HBO Max? I, I I may check that out. HBO Max is nice. I was watching that today. I'm watching. There was a movie I was watching there. The Denzel, the little things. That I haven't finished watching watch that. I haven't watched the end of it yet, so oh, don't kill me. Don't, don't, yeah, don't, oh, don't, don't, oh, anyway, what happens at the end is uh, he goes. And <laughs> I'm 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 that three quarters. I'm, I was watching it today, but I couldn't finish watching it. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch. It's Denzel Wa- Denzel Washington is like my favorite actor of all yeah, time. He's, he, he's, he's really he's a, good. That guy who played uh, Freddie Mercury, the uh, the one guy who's in it, the other detective, he's really oh, yeah, good yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's good really too. Yeah. Good. Contagion's the name of that movie. Contagion, yeah. Don't don't rent that movie because it sucks. Bad, right? It's terrible. It's terrible. Okay. Is it Contagion? I don't think it is Contagion. No, Contagion's the one with Matt Damon or whatever. Uh, Disney Plus. I, you know, I, I'm thinking of subscribing to Disney Plus. There's a lot of sci-fi stuff on there that I'd probably like to watch. I like the Teen Titans. They have like that show, the Teen Titans, on there. That's pretty good. I, but I was, I was, I was streaming that. So I was, I was streaming that from some other web service. Ask Lisa what the movie is. She yeah, I'm, I'm calling her now. Songbird. Is it Songbird? I think it might be. Yeah, I think I think he's right. Yeah. I so what's it, it about? Song, like, bird. what's it about? These people were were, were locked in their house because there was there was like yeah, it's like, you know, and you can only go certain places, and you had to have like a certain card to get out of your house. And it, it why? Because because there was a virus going on. It like was that. COVID. No, they actually said it was like COVID twenty one or something like that. Oh, so they made COVID a movie 20. about COVID already? Yeah, already. Hey, what was the name of that whack movie we were watching, man? That uh, one was it Songbird? The one about uh, that COVID thing? You remember? Pandemic? Oh, it, I think it was called Songbird. Yeah, I bring her in here, you know, trying to get the straight up, and this is what happens. You just, yeah, I'm doing my show. Now you put the show on hold. Go, just go. Go on. <laughs> Skedaddle. Skedaddle. <laughs> All right. So Canelo's going to fight. Okay, so Canelo's going to fight on the 27th, February 27th, against Abney Yildrim. And according to ESPN, uh, Canelo Alvarez and Billy Joe Saunders have agreed to a title unification bout in May. Uh, this is coming from ESPN's Bart Kriegel. Okay, and Ringside Robbie actually broke this news to me earlier in the in the uh, in the week. He texted me and said that this is what he read or whatever. So he's definitely. Uh, you know, he's definitely looking past Yildrim, which, I mean, whatever. I mean, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to be that difficult of a fight. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, so he's fighting. So he's already set to fight Billy Joe Saunders. That'll, that's his two that's his two zone fights. That'll be his two fights on zone or whatever. That's his two fights, and then he's a free agent again. Um, you know, I like Billy Joe Saunders. I like the way he's not going to have enough power to keep Canelo off him. I get it. But that guy can box. That guy is really good. Yeah, and I can see him giving Canelo fits. I really yeah, I can see I can see him giving Canelo problems because he's slicker, he's craftier, and he has a he has a little sneaky inside game too. He's not that's not his forte, but he has that little short left hand and a short uppercut on the inside. He's a crafty guy. He, He. 
I think he's better than Plants, to be honest with you. I, I think he's better. Yeah, he's he's all Saunders has always been one of my favorites. He really yeah, is. Just the way he's he got a lot of experience. Yeah. yeah, he's got a lot of experience. He's very very good. Very good fighter, man. So I don't think he'll win, but he'll make the fight interesting. I think he's going to make it real interesting. And I, you know, listen, man, it could be a lot like that Arislandi Lara fight for Canelo. Yeah, it really, yeah. really good. He's that good. Saunders is that good. He's just a different kind of cat, man. Uh, this is a one of the biggest fights uh, has been signed, babe, for April. Jake Paul, Cincinnati Zone. Ohio's own Jake Paul and Ben Askren are set to box on April 17th on Triller. It's in pay-per-view, Bede. Pay-per-view. Nothing? Crickets? Nothing? Nah, oh, I can't. Oh, that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling that one, bro. Oh, how dare you? It's Ben Askren. I'm not feeling that one. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm not feeling it either. I don't, I'm not crazy about Ben Askren. Yeah, I'm not real crazy about him either. He he's can wrestle, fun. but uh, he, I don't know if he can box. I mean, you know, he's got to be able to box, right? No, I don't know if he, he can box like Paul can box, though. No, he can't box, bro. I don't know. He can box oranges. <laughs> he can box up my groceries while he's putting them in the car. <laughs> Josh Taylor versus Jose Ramirez getting set for May 8th. ESPN is reporting top-ranked CEO Bob Arum has reserved the MGM Grand in Las Vegas on May 8th for the long-awaited 140-pound unification fight between IBF and WBA champion Josh Taylor and the WBC WBO champion Jose Ramirez. B, I can't wait for this fight. I can't Can't wait wait for this fight, man. This is the fight. This is the fight. What do you Uh, like? Josh Taylor. I like Ramirez. You can box, man. He's got more ways to win. To me, he's got more ways to win because he can knock you out. He can. He's got power. He's, he can put you away, and he can also outbox him. You think I he's think the he's better a, boxer? I do. I, I do think he's the better boxer. I think, I think Ramirez is a little bit, a little bit tougher on the inside than him. Yeah, I like Ramirez. Yeah, G Funky likes Ramirez too. JC likes Ramirez. Uh, JC also asks: Is uh, Garcia Ryan Garcia versus Manny Pacquiao still on? Uh, they've really thrown some water on that one. Uh, so earlier, I don't know if we talked about this last week. I, I don't know when it came out because it was just one of those things when I saw. I was like, eh. you know, I, I don't want to see it. Uh, Manny Pacquiao versus Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia was tweeting out these fight posters with him and Pacquiao on it. Um, you know, listen, man, it's it was one of those fights that I'm not real excited to see. Pacquiao's a lot heavier. I, I don't know. It just it doesn't appeal to me. I don't know. Does that fight even appeal to you? Yeah, it does. Oh, how dare you? What's the matter like, with you? It's like one of them fights, man. I, I don't. You know what it is? Shocked. It's it's like it's like one of those um, fantasy matchups. I don't Would know, you? I just, I'd rather watch. I don't know. I'd rather watch Jake Paul and. Uh, nah, come on, bro. Come on, come that, on, that's bro. Not even, I mean, come on. But but here's the thing, man. Like, what's Pacquiao doing? You know, they I guess they demoted him to champion champion in recess, recess. and they ele- and then they and then they elevated uh, your your Dennis Ugas to the full champion. I'm kind of happy that they they elevated. He deserved Ugas. it. He, he deserved, deserved it. it. But yeah. Pacquiao Pacquiao shouldn't get any title. Just, no, he shouldn't get any title. You're done. That's it. 
Thank you, Ohio Runs Boxing. We appreciate it. He says, Josh Taylor wins that fight easy. Hey, Ohio, son. Ohio. Um, You know, the Ryan Garcia-Pacquiao fight to me, it it wasn't all that appealing. And Garcia really put a lot of promotion into this early in the week, just tweeting it out all the time. Golden Boy came out and said, that fight's not happening. They said that fight's not happening. And his, I guess uh, the, the guy that handles Ryan Garcia said no. Uh, the guy, uh, Eric Gomez, said the fight's not happening. The guy who handles Garcia, like his management or whatever, says, yeah, there's a door open to have this fight happen, and we're looking into it now. Um, I don't know. I, I, what's, what's, what's Pacquiao's like game plan? Like, Is he is he going to retire, or what's he going to do? I have no idea, but now that uh, Ugas is elevated to WBA, he's the champ now. Errol Spence and him are going back and forth on Twitter. They want to make that fight happen. That fight can happen next week. They are, they are, talking tra- are they talking trash now? Not necessarily talking trash, but talking about unification and stuff like that. And the thing is, they I mean, they're right there. I mean, they're yeah. right in-house. This fight cannot I, be any easier to make. Listen, I thought Ugas beat Porter. I thought I, I think I had that Porter. That fight was I think I had that fight like side. nine to three, eight to four. I think yeah, I can't that remember. fight was yeah. not close. Las Vegas is where Sean Porter lost that fight. Yeah, he lost that fight. Yeah, so, yeah, he, you know, Ugas is the champ, man, for sure. To me, anyway, he's the champ. And I, 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 I like say him so. and Spence. That's a fight I want to see. That's a good fight. That is a solid fight, man. And so hopefully they make that happen because that's an easy fight to make. It's doable. Yeah. I mean, that's and that's one you don't even have to put on pay-per-view. That's one you can put on Fox. Yeah, yeah. You know, because not many people are going to know who Ugas is. But uh, yeah, I think that's I, I think it, you know that's one of those fights, man. I think if they showcase it right, he's going to be huge. I think that's a great, great fight. I really do. All right, let's go to the phones real quick. Eight oh five. I think this is Nacho. Eight oh five. You're live. Nacho. I can't hey, believe up, you man? bought that King Vision paper. Really you buy Nacho. that? No. Oh, now no. he did. Now, now he's gonna. Now he's gonna, gonna backtrack. Don't lie. Now he's gonna Don't lie. Back. You had your you eyes glued. You had your eyes glued, son. Your eyes. What did you? What did you think of that pay per view, Nacho? Did you like it? Did you? Was it pretty cool? Who were the announcers? Can you break those fights down? No, I, I have no idea. It was on Twitter. <laughs> they announced that it was gonna be on Fight TV, and that it was on sale for twenty bucks. That's the only reason why I know about it. It was probably thirty nine dollars at the beginning of the week. Did you get a refund? <laughs> well, I wouldn't be surprised. So, you claim it on your, yeah, you claim no, it on your taxes. I wrote it off as a business expense, babe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I didn't bother watching that that horrible card. It was awful. So, it? Yeah, that was I, I just knew about it because it came out on my Twitter timeline. Um. Just as far as the fights last night, um, man, I don't know. I, I just don't see it with Plant. He, he's a decent fighter. I mean, he's got skills, but, I mean, they're doing him a big-time disservice giving him these guys lately. Like, yeah. how is he supposed to prove that he's one of the best fighters in the division fighting the guys he's fighting lately? Like, it, it's kind of hard to take them seriously as him being a legit contender to fight Canelo when you're giving them guys that have absolutely no chance of beating this guy. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think about uh, Plant. He won, but 
you know, it was a boring, it's a boring UD. Like he did nothing to try to step on the gas and, you know, take uh Truax out who was there to be taken out. You know, this was a showcase fight. That's why he was there. For Plant. Yep. And, yeah, and instead he just coasted and basically, you know, won a, a glorified sparring session. And at this point, I just don't see that guy being able to do anything to Canelo. Even I would even favor Billy Joe Saunders over Plant right now if they met up. That's how little I think of Caleb Plant at this point. Well, I would I too. Would, Billy Joe Saunders uh, is a good fighter, man. Would spank him. Yeah. That'd so, be a good fight. That That's I mean, the fight yeah, I'd like to just, see. That's a good fight. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that either. But at this point, the way the PBC is operating, man, they're not trying to give anything near a live body to uh, Caleb Plant at this point. It almost seems like they're just waiting for him to either cash out against Canelo or maybe even fight Benavides if Benavides can make 168. That, that's what it kind of feels like with those guys. Um, and the other fights, uh, man, Darmani Rock, I had heard about him years ago. And a lot of people thought he could be a legitimate heavyweight contender, but it just seems like his career has just kind of been in the crapper the last few years, hasn't been really active. And when he has been active, he's fighting guys that are no hopers. So wasn't he on that one-six card yesterday? Hey, B, you remember Darmani Rock? Wasn't he on that one-six card? The uh, What was her face that came on here? You remember she was promoting that fight in Philly? Oh God! Was it the uh, raging? Oh, raging babe! Yeah, raging is that her? Babe. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Michelle, uh, I don't know. The one yeah. chick. <laughs> that one chick. They yeah. all run together. You know what I'm saying? What am I? Yeah, say? yeah, yeah. He was on. Uh, yeah, he's on. Her yeah, car. I think he was on her card. That's how I remembered him. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he is from, I think, Philadelphia. So. Yeah, he's. Yeah, that was. That was tough to watch. Uh, him get uh, beat down yesterday by coffee, but who knows? Maybe coffee is the one that has the future in the sport, you know, because he, yeah, uh, he didn't look uh, all that bad last night. He probably needs a few more fights, but I think that guy, if he if he gets a few more fights, maybe he becomes a legit contender uh, heavyweight for the PBC. Uh, so, you know, who knows uh, with that. And then the other fight, um, Spencer against um, – I mean, I get it. The kid is, like, in the development mode. But Isaiah Selden, like, isn't it time that he kind of got past the Isaiah Seldens of the world, uh, Eric Embiid? Wow. That's just my feeling. Wow, that I think was the rough. Kid can, I think the kid can play better competition. Wow, that was You rough. know? I don't know. That's but, just how I feel. But, Notch, so, you've always been hard on these guys. Yeah, you know, you've always been hard. You're trying to get them beat or somebody you want. If, if, you, if you were a manager, you know, a lot of your fighters would in or something like that. Yeah, I mean, if you Not were a manager, you. if you yeah, were a fight manager, a lot of your fighters would be in the hospital. Right? Yeah, right. You know they're trying to get them murdered. What's the matter? Gotta be a little, gotta be a little more. Like, walk, son. You gotta be patient. Now. Wow. wow. Want to throw everyone to the wolves? Yeah, Not that's not right. On him, right. Man, I thought he had a good performance. You over here dumping on him. It's cold blooded, now. Okay, sure. let me just ask you this, guys. Let me just ask you this. What legitimately is the difference between Joey Spencer and Edgar Berlanga right now? How dare you? They both have almost the same amount of fights. They're not very uh, far apart in age. One guy's getting killed for knocking dudes dead every ra- every first round, but yet the other kid is in the developmental stage. 
and he's right around his age. He's what is like, he like eighteen? That's my problem sometimes with what is that kid people. like eighteen or something no, like not. that? Spencer's about to be twenty one. Whatever, it's still Spencer's young. Can't even can't even walk into a strip joint right now. Come on, do that. Can't even walk into a strip joint right now. He's not I even legit. Seen him there. He's know, not I even know, legit. Seen him there. Berlanga's, at, Berlanga's at clubs. He's getting seen twirls it. in the back. I mean, come on. Seen it. Come on. You can't compare him. Berlanga's 23. He's not 29. I mean, Joey Spence is 20 years old. Notch. Yeah, why don't you cut him a break, man? He's just a kid. Kenny, oh, look at Nacho okay, just piling so on, man. No, 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 no. I'm just asking, what's legitimately the difference? Berlanga is not that much older, and he only has uh, four more professional fights. But everybody dumps on Berlanga for fighting, you know, no hopers. So yeah. what's legitimately the difference between him and Spencer? That's all I'm asking you guys. Berlanga, I'll tell you the difference. The difference is they're hyping up Berlanga. I'll tell you what the difference 100%. is. One hundred percent. They're putting so much hype. They're putting so much hype behind Berlanga. Well, if you put that much hype behind that guy, you know where he's going, like you know second, second, and you know co-main or whatever. You know you're putting that much hype behind a guy. He's going to get more criticism. There you go, Notch. It's it very is. simple. To, very simple to understand. The guy, the guy's on 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 Instagram. He's sitting there, you know, sitting there. Talking all this mess, or whatever. Joey Spencer's in the gym training. He's not freaking posing with Fat Joe and wearing all the bling bling and this and that. Put yourself out there. You're gonna get criticized, not right. you. Know how it is. Spencer's not you know how it is. And Spencer's coming up. I mean, he's fighting. Not he's fighting low these key. cards, but he's coming out first, second. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's you know he. They're not. He's not, he's get, not, he's not getting all the hype. He's not you know. He's not getting the hype that Berlanga's getting. It's like like right. like, like you and like he's like me and you, Notch. Like we we're low key, you know. We we don't we don't go out at night. We stay home, you know. Maybe have some pasta with the you know with the family. That's what we do. These other guys, they want to go out and party. They want to go on Instagram. We're not out there shaking our asses on Instagram, Notch, because we're all we're family men. That's how we are. Joey Spence is a family man. He's a yeah. he's a, yeah. he's, he's, he's training about that for a minute, Notch, huh? More Notch. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Got the kid a break, to, man. Don't try to glorify the. Hey, don't try to glorify hey, the bling bling lifestyle. <laughs> JC. Oh, come on, guys, come on. Big hero Teofimo uh, Lopez is doing the same thing. I don't see you criticizing him for wearing the bling bling. Because he's the champ. <laughs> he's fighting everybody. He doesn't beat the best guy uh, in the world. He's the man. Friend of the show, by the way. Hey, hey, Notch, let me ask you a Notch, question. Are you still uh, hating on Tiafima Lopez after he beat your hero? After he beat your hero, he beat your hero Lemonchenko? Hate you're still real, hating on this son. You're still hate hating on this real. guy? Dude, the hate is get, real. Dude, let's not get started with that again. Let's not get started with that again. We, we all know. You brought it we all know what happened. We all know what happened last time. We all know what happened last time, Beef. Hey. You got you got really emotional, and, oh, and I'm not trying to, wow. you know, get to that point again. I'm on the anxiety meds now. I'm a little bit less stressed out. I've noticed that, too. I, uh, you can't take that oh, away from me. Okay. You've been great. Nacho, who do you think gets more pay-per-view right. buys? Who do you think gets more pay-per-view buys? The oh, Clarissa Shields pay-per-view or the uh, Don King pay-per-view this past weekend? Stop with this. I, the only reason I would take Larry Fields is because that one's probably going to be better promoted. That's about so? it. That's, That's about, really the wow, only reason. Nacho. Yeah, I think it's going to be better promoted. All right, because so nobody knew anything about this Don King card. Yeah, like, it came literally everybody last like was wondering. 
heard it did yeah, over a million like they buys. They literally on, put everything together at the last minute. I heard it did. I heard it did over if a million buys. If they got over a million buys, that's, that's what I heard. If they got a million buys, Eric, I'd be shocked. So yeah, that thing didn't come no close to a million no. buys. <laughs> no, that thing maybe gets about five thousand buys if that. Huh? No. I'm telling you, Beeb, that I'm telling you, neither one of the pay-per-views are under 25K. Under you know what I'm going to do? Wow. I'm going to start running promos for this pay-per-view myself on the channel. I'm going to add, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to advertise the pay-per-view. That, right? I'm, I'm, I'm buying this pay-per-view myself. I'm going to put flyers up outside. All over Revere. All over Revere. <laughs> Gonna take, I'm gonna oh, go down Boston. Going, man. <laughs> I'm gonna go down Boston. I'm gonna put flyers up for this pay per view on Boston. I'm gonna really stop pushing this pay per view. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tired put of flyers this. up all over Revere. <laughs> I'm tired of all two blocks of Revere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of the disrespect for this pay per view. <laughs> hey, B, where do the best callers come from? Ohio, baby. Ohio, son. Ohio, 614-OH. I-O. It is. I-O. What's what happening, man? On? What's going on, my man? How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good. What a week, man, of boxing. Uh, been a lot going on. Uh, I see y'all touched on uh, <laughs> the Ugas uh, the and uh, Earl Spence possibly fighting. Uh, my thing... Uh, I was telling people, man, I've been, uh, I was talking about, uh, Al Heyman being a visor. A lot of people don't look at it. They look at it from a fan's point of view. They don't look at it from a promoter's or no. an advisor's point of view. Right. And I can, I get that. I get that because they're not, they're not advisors or promoters. Uh, would you see guys like, uh, Ugas get the belt, the WBA, and possibly to be fighting Earl Spence? The first thing people would say, oh, yeah, that's a belt. That's, that's, that's going to be the next one being made. But if you look at it from a business standpoint, they don't make sense because Ugas doesn't have a name. And we have seen this in history. HBO has done it a few times. When a fighter is fighting uh, a unification and they have belts on the line, right? It doesn't mean it's going to fail. Hardcore, pick it up. But casuals normally doesn't, don't buy it. Uh, Crawford, Victor Costo, was horrible. Didn't do good in the numbers. It shouldn't even been on pay-per-view. Triple G, David Lemieux, Unification, did horrible numbers. Uh, Rosario, the Charlo Brothers doubleheaders. Rosario, that was Unification. Uh, Hardcore was more pumping it up a little bit, like, oh, this is going to be a great fight. And most of those Unifications all ended the same way. One-sided. Domination. No one talks about these unification fights as, oh, my God, it was just amazing. It was one-sided. Uh, I feel the same thing will happen with Ugas and uh, Earl Smith. How do you sell that on pay-per-view unless you feel Earl Smith is uh, Floyd Mayweather, where he can just take anybody and you just get good numbers? If that's the route, then I understand it. But if that's not the route and you don't want to lose money, how about you use Keith Thurman against Ugas first? Let them fight. And it also helps Ugas because if he brings more to the table 
instead of just a belt and a moral victory over Sean Porter. Because he's going to get more if he actually fights Herman first and it builds up the pay-per-view. And I think Al will look at it like that because he's also bringing another of his fighters inside this triangle in this pool instead of just Earl fighting uh, Ugas and then possibly fighting Thurman next. Because on the side, uh, to be honest, I don't think Earl is going to fight Crawford after he beats, if he beats Ugas. Let's say he beats Ugas, which I think he's going to do. I don't think he's going to go right into, okay, I got three belts, let's go. Because Al is obligated to the PBC side. Here's Keith Thurman standing right there saying, you're going to let Crawford eat before me? And you're obligated to me? So this is where you have to think about Navajo because he has to make sure his fighters eat first. So it makes sense to have Keith and Ugas fight first to build up a Thurman and an Earl fight, and then you cross the street. It's a business. Ohio, Ohio. Why don't they just put uh, Why don't they just put Spence Ugas on Fox like G, G, G Funky said in the chat? I think that's the move. I really do. That's That's the move, bro. Yeah. That was that's that's smart. If it's free, I don't have no problem with it because yeah, not probably losing. probably would be free. Yeah. That wouldn't be on pay per view. They they'd make that a free fight, I would think. Yeah, I, I'm hoping because if they go right into it. It has to be on a free TV. It makes no yeah. sense to try to put. Yeah. yeah, they already do. You know what I mean? It just makes no sense. It makes no I, sense at all. But I agree. I, know, I agree. I understand attendance. You know, because it's you know, I got people saying, "Oh, they already agreeing to fight each other," and they throwing the, the they taking screenshots. They throwing Uga. I say, guys, we why y'all acting brand new? We see this all the time. <laughs> Robert and and Earl didn't agree two or three years ago that they were gonna fight each other on social media. Ron Garcia, Tate, agree. They actually got video <laughs> yeah. of them saying they're going to fight each other. Where's the, contract? Where's the contract, guys? They ain't going to fight. They ain't going to yeah. fight each other. Like, we get so caught up. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to fight now. I mean, but it's crazy when we get that, man. We we have those types when these people, go, they get crazy when you're definitely dealing with the fanboys. But as uh, far as the Taylor Plant, uh, Caleb Plant is a good – he's a good boxer. I can see why people felt like uh, they don't think he's ready for Canelo. My only thing is I don't know if he has enough pop to keep Canelo off of. I he think does. he can bark very well. It's just that it's just that pop to keep those guys off. And can Canelo – we still got to – people forget, Canelo still – this kryptonite is cutting the ring off against a guy who can move. Canelo mm-hmm. hasn't fought nobody like that in a while because – that was his kryptonite. So we got to remember that. Uh, I just don't know. I think Cade can box. I just don't know if, if Canelo is able to solve that. And, and I think Canelo's got the better inside game. Canelo has a lot of things a little bit better than Cade. But I think Cade can box. I just don't know if his power. Yeah, but Cade doesn't move. Cade doesn't move like Billy Joe Saunders. He, no. he does a lot of, he does a lot of subtle movement. He try, he tries to fight like, um, like uh, Floyd Mayweather, when, like when, how, later in Floyd Mayweather's career, like how he just kind of planted himself and just just invited you in and used the upper body movement. He doesn't use a lot of foot movement. He lets you come in. He tries. He tries to. He tries to suck you in the traps. Yeah, he don't move. He don't move a lot with his feet. 
Now, Billy Joe moves a lot when it's that's 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 the fight. That's the fight right there. That's that's the fight for Canelo to be tested with Billy Joe. True. I always thought Billy Joe would be uh, be a big threat for uh, Canelo because of style wise when it comes to that. You're right. He doesn't he doesn't move as much as I was thinking he was moving. He doesn't. He does because he does play there. He was there. Yeah. Yeah. Canelo. Definitely got the edge in that fight. But if some tables are going to turn, because if Canelo beats him, the people will come up with an excuse and they're going to just try to turn on Canelo and say, oh, he still ain't fighting nobody. It's yeah, not good Canelo is because people are just going to keep adding. They're going to keep pushing the goalposts on Canelo, man. It's crazy. A lot, a lot, of, hate of, a lot of hate for that, man. A lot of hate for that, yeah, man. I don't I don't get that. He's fought everybody. He's fought everybody. He's done everything he's supposed to do, but he still gets a lot of he hate. Are, he yeah. are, He's already got two fights signed. Am I right? This year. Yeah, he's, he's got. Yeah. Before. He's oh, fighting no, uh, right. Saunders in May also. No, you're right. You're Yildrum right. and uh, Saunders, yeah. And then he'll fight again right. in September. Right. Who's doing that in their top fighter? Like, what top fighter you can name that's doing that already got fights signed like that? Right. Nobody. Uh, not many people doing that, brother. Nobody. But that was, that's, that's my call, guys. I didn't want to say anything else. That's it. All right, man. Thank you so much, Ohio. As usual, Ohio Runs Boxing. You can catch him on Facebook uh, on Ohio Runs Boxing, man. Go catch him. He's always got good stuff on there. Five o eight. From this day, you'll be my new fool. Georgie from Rikers. Hey, yeah. What's oh, happening, people? <laughs> Yo, I am mad about Rugas being a champ. I dare they you. make that expensive fight. That's a good fight. Hey, listen to this guy. <laughs> I'm mad about it. So what do you no, think you about Pacquiao? What do you think about Pacquiao? We think about Pacquiao being the champion in recess. What do you, what do you think about that? You know I don't give a fuck about that junkie. Go fuck about that junkie. Jeez, that was harsh. Look like a fucking swimming on that, that Miracle Ocean shit. Wow, that was harsh. Out of here, wow. 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 That was rough, Listen, man. he's too old. Listen, ain't nobody uh, got time for no Pacquiao. Pacquiao might have old. This man got to hang it up already. Rough, man. It's congressman. He's a congressman. You can't talk about him like that. He's a congressman. Make it happen. He's a congressman. You can't talk about him like that. Yeah, he leads a country. Well, I mean, him and that other guy, Duarte or whatever. Listen. How are you going to talk about yeah, him? You see, Congressman. You Congressman. seen that nigga Lynch? V. Yo, V. Yes. You heard about that dude Lynch, the congressman? No, what, what happened? Yo, yo. He got the fucking, he got the first shot, then he got the second shot, and he came out positive any fucking way. Oh, wow. Yeah, but he could have had it before He's a congressman then. from our state, Lynch. Yeah, but he could have had uh-huh. it before then. Yeah, but he could have had it before then. It's not foolproof. I mean, because it's no, two shots. It's two shots. Three to four weeks not. apart. Yeah, what I'm, one shot. And- yeah, but what I'm saying is the first uh-huh. shot protects you. The first shot protects you like 50%, and then the next shot protects you like 90-some percent. That's why you have to have two doses. So it's plausible that he could have had that during the shot after the first shot he caught it. Well, he could have had it right before he got the shot. Right. And the came afterwards. And there is a chance you could still Eric, get it even after the shot. I'm on record. <laughs> Eric, Eric, I'm on record telling you guys a year ago that the motherfucking 
shot, not going to do shit for you because it's going to mutate. The mutation's already happening. <laughs> they just, listen, it just, just don't even bother with this shit. Just let it be. Don't even pay no mind to that shit. Stay in your house, whatever the fuck. The best part, the best don't part of this whole it. thing, Beeb, the best part about this whole thing, we trashed Georgie when he came out about a year ago when he said COVID's coming and he said, you guys are talking about boxing and I said, you know, yeah, COVID's just like the flu or whatever. A year later, we're all wearing masks and getting shots and everything. <laughs> Things are closed down and maybe we should start listening to Georgie. I don't know, man. No, I'll never listen to Georgie. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny? You never know what's funny? Really think about this shit because people, they, they like to see themselves like really intelligent and whatnot, but really think about this shit. Every year, people got to take the flu shot. I've never taken a flu shot in my fucking life. Let me just start with that. But every year, people got to take a flu shot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because allegedly, there's different strengths of fucking flu. COVID-19, 14, 15, the different strengths of it, right? That, right. That, is, that is true, yes. So all of fuck. How the fuck this motherfucker know what he's gonna mutate into to have that show ready for the upcoming year? Well, they take a don't they take a bunch of strains? There's a bunch of strains, and they they know which one is most likely to be the most popular strain. So and that's how they make that's how they make the flu shot. It doesn't mean you're not gonna get the flu. Yeah, but supposedly, supposedly. That all the strains have a similar protein in them. They're supposed to yeah, say, and the vaccine's supposed to work on all of them. On so the COVID say, thing, right? yeah. On the COVID side, yeah. On the COVID thing. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know how accurate. You know that. That. I don't know. I don't know but that—that's—that's that's not true because the delivery system of the COVID nineteen <laughs> is the same delivery system that they got for AIDS. That's why a lot of people think that is man-made. He said that's but not true. Somewhere else. <laughs> that bullshit. The fucking delivery system. Are you listen to Maybe. this. Shit? The delivery system. He came out and said, that's not true. Like, he just knew it for a fact. <laughs> I know for a fact, because I'm a hard when it comes to all these bullshit. You guys think that I don't know shit, because I just don't give a fuck what people think about me. But I do know a lot of shit. Anyway, what the fuck we got planned? Yo, plenty what he could do with trials. Trials 37, what is it, 39 years old? And man, yo, all these people, man, baby. We want to see young blood. We don't want to see these people. All these people's time already passed. I don't understand why they bring these people out here for what? It's a waste of time. It's a waste of resources. People, I mean, Plan, right now he's being criticized. Even though he won every single fucking round, nobody liked the competition and the fight. How could these people don't see this shit coming? I just don't get it. That's how we get the Gamboas and the Ortizes and these motherfuckers mad. Oh, what the fuck, my G? What's wrong with y'all? When y'all became the enemy of boxing, can somebody explain that to me? Yo, yo. I'm speechless, man. I don't know how to answer that question. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to that to that question. I'm speechless. I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. 
No, bro, but I, I mean, what's wrong with y'all, baby? I'm from that era. Trinidad, 19 years old, Tram. Vargas, 21 years old. Benita, 17 years old. What the fuck happened with that? How come that this man, listen, this is the problem with Crawford. That's the problem with the anti world, though. These motherfuckers want to make the fight at the end. All the way when they touch the fucking plan. They nobody gives two fucks about it. Too late. We don't want to see it now. Give it up your fucking ass. I already said that. That's, that's what they do. They wait. They the wait. Paper. And then they won the props. Robin. No, I, I was saying that earlier. I said that this morning right. when I made that video, that, that, that they wait to the, to the last possible minute to make the fights. I already said that. He doesn't say it. Very I agree. It's a constant thing that keeps going and the message don't go to where it's supposed to go. We I all think want the same. All the boxing fans want the same shit. Now Crawford going to give us a fight if he ever happens after his prime. He's past his prime, baby. This is scientific fucking fact that after you pass 33, 34 years old, your body's not the same. I don't I give agree. a fuck what anybody say, yeah. Anyways, because they don't lose, they don't have to lose weight. They can extend the fucking boxing life more to the older, later years. I give you that to everywhere. Yeah, we make that exception. But in, in all rules and boxing, baby, after 33, any day you are. After 33, any day you get older. It's not the same. I don't want to see that shit. I got much to say. Shout out to the USA. Shout out to the UK. All right, Georgie. Have a good one, brother. How about that was caller of the year? How about that? <laughs> Not caller of the year. Let's go to California. 760-760. You're live. And then again, maybe you're not. Hello? 760. Hello, hello? Hello, seven six zero. You're live. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can hear you. You're up, man. What's up? Yeah, who's this? Oh, Who are we uh, talking to? Uh, yeah, my, my Gary. Gary? Yeah, so I just I just yeah my Gary. So I I just actually I just came into the show, so I'm kind of wondering what you guys are talking about. Oh, okay. So you were just oh, listening? Yeah, just a review on the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll put you back on. I'm sorry about that. All right, hang on. Mike, Mike Jerry. Mike Jerry. All right. Look at that first time caller, baby. How about that? First time. Next time he'll have something to say. He won't be listening. He'll be he'll be in the mix, baby. In the conversation. Be in the mix, baby. Be in the mix, man. All right, guys. That'll do it. We're about out of news here. That'll do it for this edition of Ringside Reporter. As always, you can catch Joe Habib. From Boston. I love that sound effect. You know, I, I just it. do. I, I love it. I love it. You like? I like those commercials. You ever see those commercials? Yeah, yeah the yeah, best yeah. commercials ever, man. They're the best. <laughs> the guy from Boston. Um, you can catch Joe Habib on Twitter at jhabib1. Find our YouTube channel at ringsidereporterlive.com. You can find me on Twitter at ringside73. And we will catch you guys next week. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>